The Athene Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athene's personal views. Welcome to the Athene Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athene. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. would not want to take you on in a video game. Like, the thing is with, with having fun, it's like, when you say having fun, what do you mean with that? It's doing things that you enjoy, right? But like, there's no one telling you that, you know, doing that stuff that makes sense means doing stuff that you don't enjoy. And that's something that a lot of people don't relate to, like, and don't understand. They just see it very, very black and white and workish. They go like, making sense means, and it's actually what I want to talk about as well today. Making sense means to be non-stop logical in a very a narrow-minded way. And what I mean with that is like, you go like, yeah, everything I do has to be logical. So if I want to, you know, just go to the bathroom or just look myself in the mirror or whatever, like, oh, no, I can't do that. This is not logical. This is not logical. But the thing is, like, that is not what making sense is. That is just you having a very narrow interpretation of what making sense is and thinking that everything has to be logical. The thing is, logic is a great tool to help you figure out what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. But if you experience dissonance because you are experiencing it as you want to do everything logical, then that is something on itself you have to question and wonder where that comes about. And when you start doing that, you figure out like, wait a minute, my interpretation of making sense is very, very, you know, limited because it's not about being a robot. It's about just doing things that make sense and growing towards it. And that is the thing, like when people experience dissonance because they go like, yeah, basically uh, anything in my life doesn't make sense or anything in my life is illogical or whatever, then that's because you have a misunderstanding of the concept and what you should do is try to understand why you do what you want to do and why you think that it all doesn't make sense. Why are you questioning yourself? Why are you going like, hey man, like on a subconscious level, what do you value the most? Why, you know, would you go like about it like, oh, procrastinating or playing games or whatever. And by going through that process, you can slowly but surely restructure yourself to be much more fulfilled. Is there time for self-development in that environment? You know that self-development is your main priority here. You might say like, how does that work? If you come over here, your main priority is to increase the chances of you working out here. And that means working on yourself to get there. Of course, that doesn't mean like you do self-development all day. No, no, no. You've got to combine it with doing stuff that you find that makes sense to keep the momentum going. But self-development is extremely important. I think, can you explain how to stop backwards rationalizing? I don't think I understand fully. Regze, you can't stop backwards rationalizing. I mean, backwards rationalizing is inherent process of how you work. Everything is, in a sense, backwards rationalized. Being aware that you are backwards rationalizing is where you actually, you know, do something about it. You're just aware like, oh, I feel and then I backwards rationalize. So if you're aware of that process, you can actually, you can be more in control of, of that process. It's actually something very important. People, the normal situation, in a situ like just in life, in communication, emotion speak think that's almost like all interaction that you have with your friends almost everything emotion speak think well how it should be is emotion think speak 
And the backwards rationalization happens here. Emotion, speak, think. You start rationalizing after you spoke. And you start to justify why you said what you said. But if you switch around the process, you're still, you know, like backwards rationalizing. So rationalizing after the emotion takes place. But you're doing that in a more contained environment. And be able to do emotion, think, speak, you need to be able to think in third person. Because if you're trapped in your head, the thinking part where you look at the process of emotion, speak, you can't even have access to it. And that's why certain people, you can speak to them, explain it, and they don't get it. And you go like, you are feeling an emotion and you're immediately speaking. You're not thinking in between. Thinking happens afterwards. They don't get it. It's because they are trapped in their thoughts. They're living FPS instead of third person. The moment you start realizing that, you can so much more, so much more easily control things. It's a very, very, you know, important thing to do. Can you give an example of backwards rationalization? Everything is backwards rationalized. You feel uh, problems on your stomach, you backwards rationalized, oh, I didn't eat well. You see a girl uh, smiling at you, you backwards rationalize, oh, she, she likes me. Like everything, you just experience and then you rationalize. Daddy Doom says, I feel like self-destructive behavior is my core value. I can logically click with makes sense, for example, but I won't do it anyway. No logical argument of yours could change my behavior at the moment, even though I know it's right. Do you know a way out? The reason why no logical argument can convince your behavior to change your behavior is because you don't work as a logical being. Your subconscious emotions drive what you think and what you do. So basically, the solution is to realize that you have very low self-esteem and you don't value yourself. You feel like you're worthless. And the way out is start to value yourself and love yourself because that's where it starts. And normally that happens when you grow up as a child, you get that warmth, you get that love so you can learn how to love. But if you've never gotten that, then you know, that's what happens. Talk a little bit about it. I, I'm not such an expert in these regards, but like, you know, just accepting you for who you are and really, you know, loving yourself and really valuing yourself daily watch look yourself in the mirror and really try to compliment yourself and say like just because i exist i'm worth it but it's not easy it's really hard to beat low self-esteem it's really really hard when it comes down to self-esteem and what to do about it is really you know when it comes down to self-esteem like really really honestly i have a very very hard time giving concrete advice because read the power of now Reese had, had actually issues with self-esteem and the power of now fixed it completely. Read the power of now, man. Rilasimus as a teen, how can anyone have a larger impact than you if you cause that impact? It doesn't work like that. There is no such a thing as me or you causing the impact. We are all part of one organism. It's like looking at one cell and another cell and look at what a human body does and go like, yeah, this cell is responsible for this and that cell, is, it doesn't work like that. You're just part of a bigger you know super organism and uh, everybody has its piece and there is no such a thing as self so if you go like looking at impact from a selfish you know from a self-defined concept that's because it's flawed it's a dysfunctional belief the idea of self what we have is just not in line with reality if you want to understand what you are you got to go back to the big bang because every single process that has brought about who you are is part of what you are goes back to the answers to everything and then the idea of like oh you are this momentary expression right now that is the self and this is you and this is your name it's just completely flawed you're not that you're much more than that 
And if you start looking at yourself from that perspective, then the self, the way we experience it and label it, has a very, very low value. It's really like a flawed concept. It's just a practical label. It's fine. You can call me a theme. Helps in communication. But if you really go deeper than that, then you know I am much more than this. I'm literally the result of billions of years of evolution, and all these events has to be part or basically entangled with what I am. Motsa, so I get the trust being having making sense as a core value. Do you think making sense is possible without having your core value set that way? Yes, it is possible. People make sense a lot in their lives, but the problem is that sometimes you want something that doesn't make sense and you experience quite some dissonance. And let me tell you an example. Like making sense your core value is not something you need to make sense. It's something that allows you to much more easily make sense. And let's say you're just sitting and you're procrastinating and you go like, I don't want to procrastinate. The reason why you're still procrastinating and you feel like this doesn't make sense because it's actually worse for me is because your core value on an emotional level is not set to making sense. So making sense is your core value on a subconscious level, being emotionally you know, connected to it allows you to make sense more intuitively and instinctively. And that is the, that is the power of this insight because just as much as For example, family or friendship or love or money or uh, comfort or happiness can drive your actions on a subconscious level, like just as much making sense can do the same, but it's just much more beneficial. So you are just suggesting that making sense as a core value facilitates say it's the process. Do you think some sort of process of understanding might be lost when doing so? Ask in do you think you end up being sort of part of it? I think actually that's a good question. And I will just use myself as an example. I just intuitively make sense of things. But it's not because I intuitively make sense of things that therefore the thinking part is taken out of the equation. I still have to think a lot about things. And making sense of things just allows me, when I experience something, to first think and then speak. While normally, impulsively, you have the, uh, the impulse to first speak and then think. And um, yeah, basically, it's not because making sense of your core value that suddenly everything happens automatically, although a lot will, and it will help you quite a bit in, you know, doing these things. Because your core value, and this is something, yeah, that's what I wanted to say, what a lot of people don't realize is that your subconsciousness dictates a lot more of your behavior than you think. A lot of people have the illusion that their consciousness is what decides what they want. But if that was really the case, then the only thing you would need is you would want to be happy and you'd be happy. So obviously it's not that simple. And the reason why it's not that simple is because it's not your consciousness, but your subconsciousness that decides it, that makes the decisions. And that's why having this strong connection with your subconsciousness can be so highly effective and, and influential to your growth. It's quite fascinating though. I've been learning quite a lot about these things as I progress and talk about it because of this making sense core value thing. Sometimes I really get the idea of why do people behave the way they behave? And I've always been quite, you know, fascinated by it. Like, why do people do stupid shit that doesn't make any sense? It's like, why? Why? And what I realize more and more is how, how strong your subconsciousness is what drives your decisions and actions. And from when you're really young, you grow up with that sense of control that we have the illusion of control like yeah you have control you make your decisions and this and that while everything is just being conditioned is being indoctrinated and basically your 
drive for your actions always falls back to these fundamental layers of emotions whether it's safety or validation or whatever and I say this and I'm basically telling like you are not in control of who you are all these opinions and all these ideas that that you share and, and you think or you're so proud about like you're not even in control of it it's just subconsciousness telling you this shit I find it fascinating and like what I find interesting is why is that not so much more spread why is it not more all around the place that our subconsciousness is in control why why didn't i never get that teached in school it makes a lot of sense you guys want to be happy right you can't just turn it on why is that because your subconsciousness decides whether you're happy or not you procrastinate you want to stop procrastinating you want to start working out why can't you just turn that on because your subconsciousness does that all these things that we struggle with in our lives that really every day rubs it in the face you are not in control yet still we have the arrogancy to believe we are and then when I talk about making sense and and you know like using making sense as a core value and I start explaining how important it is how you can start getting a bit more of control it's such a hard thing because it's an emotional thing I find it very very fascinating and that's why I think what I'm gonna be doing in the future is find emotional ways to spread making sense because the rational one obviously is not as effective when i explain these things i explain this inside everything i do here everything is more intellectual the emotional one is is by making people grow to very inspirational videos or to connecting as being their idol or whatever being a, a spiritual figure or whatever it's crazy to think about it I find it very fascinating Megania, I think you're in control right now. I, I have quite some, you know, like subconsciousness is, works the same for me, but it's just in line with my consciousness because it wants to make sense. That's the difference. The problem is like you start reaching control when your subconsciousness and your consciousness start aligning. How do you do that? By making sense your core value. So I would say like, yeah, my subconsciousness is still in control, but it aligned itself with my consciousness. It's still in control though, still calling the shots. Now there is not so much duality anymore. I don't know if people understand this. It's not about taking control of your subconsciousness. That's not what it's about, because you can't do that anyway. It's about having your subconsciousness be aligned with who you are, while with your more conscious part. And that's when you start growing like crazy. That's when you become basically a machine. That's why if I know that, you know, Playing poker 16 hours a day is what makes sense. I just do it. I have no issues with it. I just do it. Can experience some stress and such, whatever. It's like, imagine if you can toggle on whatever you want. Imagine that. You go through life and you go like, I don't want to procrastinate. Imagine you're just a person like in The Sims that you can tell yourself what to do. How much more productive would you be? Imagine if you can just tell yourself to be happy and you're happy. You just click it. Ding. So like, but that's not possible. It is possible if making sense is your core value, you can do that. And I've also said that in the stream many times that I have very much control over how I feel and such. Because if it makes sense to be happy, I just am happy. If it makes sense to work out, I work out. If it makes sense to eat less sugar, I eat less sugar. If it makes sense to, to do whatever, I do whatever. 
Cranio, I'm gonna ask you a question. You said, thank you, Athena. I think the university prestige is the one thing holding me back. Everyone in my environment values the prestigious education so much and it reflects into me. I just need to figure out a way to make working on myself and becoming overcompatible with my family. My family values money a lot, so maybe making a lot of money will show them I can make my own decisions. You know, Cranio, you don't have to make a lot of money to show your family jack shit. You are living your own life. You don't live your life for others. You live your life for yourself. I know it's easier said than done, but if you reflect on that, it will help you grow. You don't have to prove yourself for anyone. Be the person you want to be and just be responsible. But you can't be on one end like saying like, yeah, I don't care about what my parents say, but I'm going to live on their cost and they will pay my bills. It doesn't work. But if you live by yourself and you making your own money, you don't have to do jack shit. You're financially independent. You make your own choices. And that's why I also say like financial independence is quite important. Yeah, is it your life or is it theirs? There's a lot of things that I think is really... There is so much shit we do every day and I could go through a list. There is so much stuff that we go through every day that makes absolutely no fucking sense. And we just, we just do it because we take it for granted. We just take it for granted. Like talking to each other. You know, talking to each other when you don't listen to each other. Like, how many people do that all the time? So many people, your entire life, your entire life is just your subconsciousness making you say something, blah, blah, blah. Someone else talks, you don't even process the information. You take turns talking. Like, how much of people's social life is just that? That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Just taking turns in speaking yourself. Nobody's listening to what you say. You're not listening to anybody. And people just do that day in, day out. They argue. They get angry. It's so fascinating. And I could really say, like, another thing. Buying random bullshit you don't need. How many people do that? For how many people? It's like, okay, you need money. For what? Yeah, I want to buy stuff. Why? Because I need it. But once you get it, you don't need it anymore. You want something else. You want something bigger. Once you have a car, okay, it drives. You want a better car. Or you, once you have a house, you want a bigger, better house. Once you have a phone, you want a better phone. But like, let's say you have the basic. Why do you need to buy more stuff? They don't even think. It's like, why do you need more money? Uh, I don't know. Uh, for, you know, safety, security. Like, like, why do you spend it? And then you save more up. No, you can also live. But like, like, what is living life? What is enjoying life? Yeah, just, you know, buying stuff and, and being able to really free yourself. But what if you can just do that by experiencing the moment? A fucking tree can be more beautiful than you walking on the beach in Hawaii in a fucking robotic mindset. Like in, in a mindset where you don't even grasp the moment. One tree in your garden can be a more life-changing experience to just see it for what it is than walking on a beach or driving on a fucking scooter. Like or whatever you call. find it so fascinating like beauty and happiness is straight in front of you. It's right in front of you. I find it so fascinating that so many people go through life on autopilot and do so much shit they don't need to do day in, day out, and they never question it. It's like consuming stuff, going nine to five jobs. They go like, they're lazy. They're lazy to work out. They're lazy to eat healthy. But if they do need to do a nine to five job, they can do it. They do just a nine to five job. Yeah, because you have to, right? Just because they experience it as no choice. Like, it's so weird. Because the thing is, like, the reason why people are in this consumerism bullshit rotation is because they want to fit in. They want to fit in in society. 
they buy random bullshit they don't need just to get some credential or to get some attention. Well, nobody actually cares, man. If you buy a nice new car, you think people care? The best you get, the best case scenario is people are jealous. You want people to be jealous? You want people to less like you because of your success? It's fucking stupid. Nobody cares. I know people, like I know, I know a lot of people in my environment, like on home, it's like, yeah, I want this car. Like nobody fucking gives a shit if you have a golf or whatever. Maybe if you have a super ultra fucking Bugatti or something, then maybe. But like it's just a normal car. There's like better cars driving on the street right now. Like what, how can people have these attachments to these things and then work for a year or two years or three years for something they don't even fucking need? But like I find it really crazy. Like sometimes people can come to the stream, right? And they go like, you have your lifestyle, I have my lifestyle. That's fine, it's all cool. But if you can choose between living a life with a fake identity, with fake beliefs, that is not lining with reality, like literally living a lie, or you can live more happy, more fulfilled, but it requires you to overcome your current bad habits, why wouldn't you do it? If you say, I can't, or I don't feel like it, or whatever, like, I even give you the tools, the information, I do know more and more and I realize more and more that it's not about the information though. I can give you guys the information right now, like it's your subconsciousness that decides for you. And if you're being socially conditioned and indoctrinated as you grew up, you just don't have the choice. You're just trapped in who you are because what you've been made it and molded to. But if we are so high about freedom and about choice, then why don't we have the ability to look at, at all these social conditions, dysfunctional beliefs, and just let them go? Why can't we do that? I mean, it's so paradoxical that on one end, we want to be free, but on the other end, we can't set ourselves free. We want to go around life and have all the choice in life, while the real choice, we can't even take it, because our subconsciousness is dictating it. I find it so fascinating that if you really want choice, like why can't you just take your life into hands? Why can't you just start working out? Like if you really have that choice, what is limiting you? The choice to sit? No, you want to stand up. You want to take your life in your own hands? You want to do that. So where is that choice? Where is that freedom? People are trapped in their own dysfunctional beliefs and their inability to be able to overcome that because we don't live in a society that teaches you how to do it. And then I end up here with my real talk every day telling you guys what to do. Like, oh yeah, think about these things. Think of for yourself. Understand subconsciousness, how it works. Understand how the brain works. It's almost like I have to give you guys update on your iOS in your head that has been fucking, is still running on like DOS basically. It's so fascinating. You guys could all be so much more happy. You guys could be all so much more fulfilled. And I understand like you have these neural pathways that are really fucked and such, but the thing is, there is a way to work on that. There is a way to grow out of that. There is a way, you know. I think in a guy with ego makes sense. It's much harder because when you do it for the ego, you do it for the wrong reasons. When you do it for the ego, you do it because you want validation, because you want to, you know, you do it from a wrong angle, from a more primitive angle. Although ego can help you grow because like the way it works is you have the core self, right? You got Pinko. Pinko is very childlike, like very weak. And if he gets love from his mother and his father, he grows to start feeling a certain level of self-confidence, like a certain level of validation. As a result, he starts like hatching. And then when he starts hatching, it's more like, oh, he got enough love, self-love, start looking at the world and he start being able to grow and start being able to love. And the thing is like, if you, if you get too little, 
if you're too weak, if you didn't get that, what happens is you start building a wall around it, an ego wall that, you know, protects that weak inner child. And the problem with that is like some people just live in that ego, in that wall, and that's all they know, their identity, their story. It's like, yeah, I'm cool, I'm this, I'm that. But if you start thinking about it and you understand what you are, it's bullshit, it's just a lie. A lot of people realize that when they read The Power of Now, when they listen to Real Talk, they start realizing, but wait, I'm living a fucking lie. This ego stuff is just a fucking lie. It's not true. Then they fall back on their inner self, which is very vulnerable. And if it's really weak, they just break down. But the thing is, it's about being able, being aware that, you know, that weakness, you can turn it into a strength by cultivating it, by growing it, by loving yourself. And making sense is a way to be able to do so. It's a direction. It's a tool that allows you to work on yourself. Of course, it's easier said than done because making sense is a quite intellectual concept. So if you don't have the ability to look like as an outsider to all these activities going on, then you might just be pulled from one direction to another and be confused as fuck. And you go like, what do I do with my life? Do I do this? Do I do that? Like ego gives you a certain, you know, foundation. It allows you to more clearly know what you want. You have certain drive. You go for that easy. It gives you some kind of sense of clarity. You take that away. Suddenly you have all these emotions hitting you here, left and right. And you go like, damn shit, son, I can't handle that. And that's why you keep the ego alive. But the thing is, though, what you have to be aware of, ego is only good if it's a bridge. So you can like let it go at one point because... If you keep sitting on the ego, you can really lose yourself into it. While if you keep the ego alive to a certain extent until you have enough self-love or self-validation, you can let go of the ego. People don't go about it, about ego and about this in this, you know, self-conscious way. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.